Welcome to the Cheaper Than a Therapist podcast, where we, the hosts, Tasha and Taylor, self-made millionaires. Wait, what? Just kidding. We can't even afford a real therapist. So we started a podcast where we talk about relationships, parenting, life, marriage, dating, our friends' relationships, and everything else. So sit back, pour a glass of wine, and listen in. Is Thanksgiving Go. next week? Nope. No. Two weeks. I think our real calling is like singing? background noise. <laughs> for... We'll be the ones that make the sounds for everybody else's <laughs> podcast when ours fails. And videos. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure you're still paying attention. Your optimism is alarming. So what are you asking for for Christmas? I've been thinking of this because I really don't want more stuff. There are a few things I want for like my photography business. There's a camera harness that I want. That's $300. Is that a bit much? Pennies for your parents. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you see my dad wrote a snowmobile to work the other day? No, I don't think we're friends on the social, except on Instagram. I think he posted it on Twitter, maybe. I don't have Twitter on my new phone yet. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he wrote it to work. It's like a 20-minute drive in a car, so I don't know how long it takes, but he does that in the winter sometimes. He's a baller. I'm impressed that there's that much snow to ride. There was the other day. Yeah, they had like seven inches, I think. Because Wyatt was like... Daddy, get the snowmobiles out. And Joe was like, hmm, bud, yeah. we need a little more stuff. So we got back from Charleston. Did you get all settled in? Did your kids miss you? Yes. Oh my gosh. So my son, my son, that's odd. My husband was giving the kids baths and I, my son came in the living room and I snuck in and scared him. And so then he, I put him to bed and my daughter had to, you know, do the thing where she pretends to have to pee 75 times to not go to bed. Same. But like we're potty training her. So I don't want to be like, no, no, just pee in your pole up at this point. I'm tired of sitting you on the toilet 75 times, whatever. It's fine. And so I was laying in bed with Wyatt and I was like, all right, bud, tell me the best thing about your day. And he goes, you coming home, mommy. Did me in. Yeah, it was precious. Maybe he's growing out of his raging toddler years. He's growing out of? His raging toddler mm, years. Nah. <laughs> we uh, had a wana last night, and I picked him up, and he we had the biggest meltdown in the world because there was no bubble gum in the truck. So I was like, super, you're never coming back. <laughs> it's really nice, though, and I judge me, I'm a horrible parent, but he knows that Christmas is coming because it snowed like that's you know kids associate is christmas coming soon that's funny because i woke up this morning with snow everywhere and i was like i feel like it should be christmas yeah so you're still a toddler that's cool um and so now it's like if you don't knock it off santa is not bringing you anything and it works so i'm gonna use that till christmas and i know that's not the reason for the season and i said go ahead and judge me but I can't wait to talk to his therapist in 20 years. I'm so excited for that day. You know what's really funny is everybody talking about mental health and like the, I don't know. And I just saw a girl post how she started going to a therapist this year and she's really worked through a lot of stuff. And I thought to myself, like, am I going to put my kids in therapy? Yeah. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) Well, no, I mean, like, I think everybody should go to therapy. So, like, yeah. Um, The thing is, I... 
I put so much pressure on myself about having to fix my shit before I'm a parent, right? Like, mm-hmm. having to do these things. And I've just come to realize, like, I'm, no matter how hard I try now, I'm going to screw something up eventually. So I'll just start a therapy fund for them, <laughs> and we'll all be fine. Well, I was thinking to myself the other day, as my children have made me a yeller, like, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, mommy loved us. And she told us she loved us all the time. She just yelled a lot. It'll be fine. They're not going to remember it right now, right? As they get older. Repressed memories. It'll get better. I did see this post the other, earlier today about how, um, as a kid, she had somebody had made a comment about her legs being uh, big. Like, she had big calves or something. And so she was talking about how, as an adult, she, like, didn't buy this pair of boots because she remembered when she was a kid, like, somebody had said it. So she'd always been self-conscious about her legs, like, ever since then. And it's, it's crazy how those one things, like, stick with you. So, yeah, your kids are thoroughly... So, like, I should stop calling June Ginny Balloony? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, uh, probably... <laughs> probably would recommend... <laughs> would probably recommend you not. Do that. But it's not in context to anything. Just like, rhymes. it just rhymes. <laughs> But now I'm thinking... So Junie Looney oh, Dooney. <laughs> Did you just say Junie Looney <laughs> So really... Uh, I don't know how your mind thinks sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, maybe she'll be like, oh, you're associating me like a balloon? Like a big fat balloon? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Junie Balloon. My childhood's is... nickname was Tater Tot. So That's I'm what like, people cool. called me. Do I just... The neighbor boy called me Tater. Resemble a big fat potato? <laughs> Squishy Tater Tot? <laughs> you're starchy. <laughs> Like a sack of one time, I did tell my therapist that because, like, sometimes guys will text you and they're like, Oh, good, like, good morning, beautiful. That hasn't happened in a long time, so maybe they don't do that anymore. I don't know. But at one point in my life, guys said things like that to me, and I was like, But how? I was like, But how does he's never seen me in the morning? He doesn't know. Maybe I look like a sack of potatoes. And my therapist, like, dead straight looks at me and goes, Maybe he really likes potatoes. I was like, I, yep. Well, so now I'm like, yeah, I look like a sack of potatoes, a delicious sack of potatoes. Who like a French So, right. Yeah, come at me, boys. Get your potatoes. <laughs> Gonna go update my dating bio. <laughs> I'm like a delicious sack of potatoes. Mashed potatoes with some lumps. But uh, it's fine. Anyways... So, did you have any interesting conversations of After Rise about all of your inspirational posts that you made? I was motivated. Anything That's okay. My sister said to me when I stopped over after getting back, she's like, I was really surprised that you didn't engage more in that post that you posted about screen time. And I was like, well, I didn't want to make anybody mad. And she goes, no, no, but you didn't know, like... You had a typo. You put scream time. <laughs> and so she's like, that's why Carrie posted, like, I have way more than 90 minutes of scream time. Oh, I didn't even get that. And neither did I. And she's like, and that's when I was like, as an aunt and busy mom and egg teacher, like, scream time is... After we posted last week's episode, my friend Rayleigh texted me and she's like, you're wheeze at minute 1605. Like, like she timestamped it for me. So I had to go back and listen to it in the car. And like, I literally did wheeze. And she, she's like, I listened to it like 12 times, probably. Thanks for the cheap entertainment. You're it's welcome. fine. I mean, things to work on. <laughs> Stop wheezing. Got it. Um, Conversations post. Yeah, so mostly just family. You know, my husband's like, uh-huh. Cool. Okay. We're we're at different levels of life. 
But good for you. My mom was like, oh, yeah, was it worth being away from your children? They're, they're going to be, you know, it's going to affect them forever because you were gone. Um, and then I told her about, you know, how I had my idea. I got connected through a lady to people to help me bring it to fruition. And she's like, yeah, that's neat. Maybe, maybe you should just take a step back. <laughs> How are your babies? And I'm like, oh my god, no Um, they're great, mom. They're happy. They were happy to see me. They didn't say, yeah, mom, you should be doing nothing. <laughs> Time out. This goes right into something I was thinking about this morning. Joe and I were talking, and I said, if something happens to me, you will for sure get remarried. And he's like, no. And I was like, yes, because you're a man, and like, as men, they normally need taken care of. And then I said two different people I know that their like wives passed away and they had a girlfriend you know like two months later is that because they wanted one or some girl was like I see my chance I don't know like they're both really they're much older Mm. so and he's like you're talking about like being widowed old and I was like okay he's like here's the difference don't take offense to this and I was like oh here we go he goes but I took care of myself before you and it's not like your old school traditional (laughs) I'll be able to take care of myself after you and I was like what do you mean he goes well it's not like I come home and you just cater to my every need and I was like yeah no nope that sure doesn't happen here and uh then I said something like, but that was never an option given to me, bro, because I got to work. Someone's got to bring home the money here. And he's like, oh, I didn't say anything. I'm just like, well, don't act like you want me to be a stay-at-home wife and mom when I didn't have that option. And he's like, this is why I don't say but anything. But also he took care of himself. He didn't take care of himself with three kids. Fact. Sorry, Joe. But we still love you. So then my sister, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, some people just aren't as encouraged and as excited as you are when you get back. Which we talked about in the bonus episode we posted yesterday. Like, with any anytime you push out of your comfort zone and like strive, it makes the people around you very uncomfortable. Right. Because it makes them look at the things that they're not doing or haven't prioritized getting to do. So with that comes a lot of comments. It could be a spouse. It could be a family member. It could be somebody who you've been friends with for a long time. But quite frankly, you're outgrowing, right? Like there are friendships you just outgrow in different seasons of life. So you had someone close to you say some things. So yeah, some just aren't. Or then it's portrayed like, well, I don't get to do the things that you get to do because. Of X, Y, Z. Yeah, I am just not as fortunate. And it's like, okay, cool. This has been fun. Yeah. Um, How was the weather while I was gone? (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. It's so, fine. How about I mean, you? Just lift up the people around you when That's, they're yeah, trying to do something awesome or do something different out of their comfort zone. Don't be a shitty friend. That's to my friends, not anybody <laughs> that you know. Oh, tell me more. What's their name? It's just fine. To save your ass. I like it. <laughs> You're a good friend. I don't know. What was your favorite part of the trip overall? Last time we talked about just favorite speakers, but what was your favorite part oh, of the trip? Spending man. all that time with me? No. Um, my burlesque performance in the car? I mean, quite impressive, but mm, Top five, not though. my best. Okay. Probably our first night. That was a lot of fun. We drank good drinks. We ate good food. We... Where did we eat the first night? Was Prohibition, that Prohibition was the bar. The, the Brussels And crowd. then Mezu, the like, like Mexican was, we sushi restaurant. for a night when that happened, but you're right. That, that was good. And then the next night was more like the bar. 
Gotcha. Yeah. That was, uh... It's know, not like I was drunk weird. and don't remember. It's partially that, but also just a long week. Yeah. But I'm home for at least a week. Possibly. Hey, look at you. Maybe gone next week. It's fine. It's fine. What was your favorite part? I think for me, it was really outside of the conference or just mm-hmm. overall outside of the conference. I really liked Prohibition. Yeah. I like going to a place now because we decide like hey like yeah we kind of set a rough budget for the trip but also when I travel apparently I'm really cheap and when I travel I'm like hey what can I how can I do this the most affordably so I can do this more often right so like I don't always like to go out to eat like all the drinks depending on if I'm with you then it's no I was gonna joke. say yeah everywhere we go I Spend look at money. my credit card statement and it's like oh like, I don't so know how that when I travel so with fast. you because it's like oh like how many times did I eat last week I'm like I'm not hungry but I'm eating because you're like, I can use a snack. <laughs> and the next thing I know, we've got truffle fries and fried <laughs> buffalo cauliflower in front of us. Yeah, and fried chicken with mashed potatoes and collard greens. Yeah. And we just wanted a snack. Yeah, but like as far as the dining out and stuff. But Prohibition was nice because like there were just really fun drinks to try. The mules were obviously pretty basic. But um, yeah, that was a good one. And I don't know. So I think Charleston. just getting to unplug. Like for me, my favorite part was... I literally turned my computer off. Which is rare, people. I didn't open it. And I was like, I'm not to work at evenings. Like, I'm like, I'll just wait till she falls asleep at 8 o'clock and starts snoring. (laughs) And then I'll edit pictures and I'll do all these things. But I literally got to turn my computer off from Thursday to... I didn't open it until we got to the airport on Sunday. Other than to play music. That was really freaking nice. It was funny because this week my boss was like, yeah, so when did it end? Like, hopefully you had some time off in between, you know, to get ready for this week and marinate and all that and I was like I don't think that's a word to use so that's <laughs> like the word marinate, to that's but uh, <laughs> I was like no it, we I got home Sunday night so I just filed away last week into this little box in the corner of my brain and uh, I'll look at it on Thursday ready to take <laughs> when on I get the world home. yeah but it's already cool how much stuff I've been able to apply like in my job job too and little things that I'm taking and applying and thinking of as I you know step into the next chapter so yeah one I even said to myself <laughs> I hope none of my customers listen to this. Um, but it was like you have to be annoyingly passionate about your customers, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, I hate, you know, in the winter time, you're like, well, there's nothing going on. Fine, so I, like reach out to a bunch of them. Hi, how are you? You know, you know all the things, and all of them ghosted me because <laughs> there's still stuff in the field, or they're like. My- why is she? Why is she contacting this is out of the me? Norm. This is out of the norm. Okay, I'm just really passionate about all of your your yes. operation and not your needs. That, let's go a little <laughs> far. Uh, so yeah, here I am. I'm passionate about selling things to you. Things. Yeah, I need to upsell you, or I don't care about you. That's also something I learned. You're doing a disservice to your customers if you do not upsell them to all the things you have to offer. Okay, here we go. Who wants climate? <laughs> <laughs> say that on here what else is new what else do we need to catch up on oh i noticed that we haven't gotten any new reviews on itunes in the last week but i'm sure people would love to not fix that we're that. paying for reviews no. here's interesting so i posted on my instagram stories the other day um i heard in like a customer service uh, podcast how mm-hmm. you need to take no problem and my pleasure out of your language because no problem insinuates that it could have been a problem. I don't know. And my pleasure. I don't remember why they said Where that. Where did you hear this? I don't remember. 
to be quite honest. I don't think no problem. I don't think that's the reason. I think that saying no problem um, or it's okay, like things like that are more to do with mindset around certain things too. Like no problem. Well, they were just saying like the work that you put into something. Yeah. Well, they said that it could also like insinuate that it potentially could have been a problem. You know, like if someone's like, oh, thank you so much for taking care of that. And you're like, no problem. Oh, well, so I I don't know. I'm just saying that's what they were saying. Tell them that they were wrong. So anyway, I put that poll up and I don't know how Instagram algorithms work Mm -hmm. because like I didn't use a hashtag or anything, but all of the people that said, yes, you should stop saying it was yes on the left hand side. Like, when you're looking at it. So, there's Instagram story bots now. I learned this. Oh, that makes sense. Like, four people have posted about it. Yeah, because it was all, and it was all, like, business people. Yeah, like, random. All, yeah. Yeah. And so, I was, like, clicking. I'm, like, who are you? So, that was interesting. But it was still an overwhelming percentage of no. So, continue saying no problem without fear. Yeah. I feel like that's fine. I learned. The one I need to work on is... Sorry for the delay. I'm that guy that went that email. Maybe if you cared. Yep. <laughs> or, or I always also forget to send prompt. set my uh, away thing. Oh. When I'm gone, so I'm like, oh, sorry. When you're gone, you're never really gone. I though, suck. So. I turned off my push notifications on my phone from my email. I shot my lap. Like I was a whole new woman for three and a half days. And then reality struck. Three and a half long days. But it's been good. Best days of your life. Because you were there? Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's it. That's all we have. And now you're caught up on all things I have nothing exciting T-squared. happening. I get T-squared. <laughs> but I will say, my friends, what's funny is um, two of my good friends are both type sixes mm. on the Enneagram. And so we've talked about this because they both, like, think similarly in, in certain situations. But they've both been getting back into the dating space, right? Mm-hmm. And what that looks like for them. How they handle things is wildly different, but how they think about things and get anxiety around, you know, long-term decisions and stuff like that, it's very similar. But the one friend today texted me, and her, she broke up with her boyfriend, she, it's probably been like a year and a half, a year, no, probably a year, I don't know. It's probably January of this year, but it feels like it was seven years ago, to be honest. Oh, wow. And so, they were together off and on for years and years and years, and she tells me this morning, she's like, hey, I forgot to tell you yesterday, this guy texted one of the friends that lives in the town she lives in now and asked if she ever cheated on him because he just needs closure when she caught this guy texting somebody they used to go to college with saying but you can't tell blank (laughs) (laughs) like you can't tell her about it and so she tells me this morning i'm like what in asshat in what world does he deserve closure when he was the one stepping out doing all these things and she's like well maybe you heard I got a new man I have a new man on the scene or something like that because she's headed off with this other dude Mm. which was also funny I'm really gonna have to block out her name because um we're gonna get into the weeds on this one Ooh, (laughs) the weeds. so it's really funny about dating and communication in this day and age she knew him in person so they didn't meet like through a dating app or anything like that it was moving pretty slowly, and so she started to think that, like, hey, maybe he's a virgin, right? That's was, interesting that that's how it went. Yeah. And you know, so, a lot of women would be like, he's not that into me. Yeah, well, they were spending so much time together, and he wanted oh. to, and, like, he stayed at her house one night, and, you know, and like, just all high-fived? Yep. <laughs> Pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. 
So, uh, yeah, anyways, um, long story short, we were in Charleston, I get a text that's like, hey, well, it was funny because apparently he also thought she was, and so they both were like, you know, not pushing it. So they had this conversation, anyways, and they banged. <laughs> She's like, you know how awkward it is? Like, the first time is always awkward with somebody new, unless you have lots of drink. That's my advice. <laughs> Go to? Add some alcohol and oh, see what happens. Dude. See how weird it can get. And, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, there's so many things about modern dating like we've talked about but now that my friends are also like getting into dating and these relationships and I was thinking about it today because I didn't have my phone for a few hours and so I couldn't bury myself in Instagram scrolling Instagram not judging at least you're honest (laughs) it's just weird how much people rely on the people around them when they're dating and in relationships and all these things so there's two sides to it that I was thinking about. One being like, hey, you ha- you want that community. Like, if you may like this guy, but if your friends know you really well too, like, there's probably a good reason if they say, like, back away. But does that stop anyone? Some. Never. But then the other side of it is, like, you want you might want a guy who gets along with all your friends because you need that community, right? Even when I was talking to the cop with you at one point, I'm like, I just don't talk about it anymore. Like, I don't. I want to, like, figure it out. I want to have to figure it out on my own. Right? And you did. Well, not really, because it's not a thing. So, like, what was there to figure out? That he can go pound sand. (laughs) (laughs) I can think of a few things he can pound. Stop! (laughs) This is PG-13. Just kidding, guys. (laughs) Sorry, my mom's listening. (laughs) Or your mom. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. It was just random things I was thinking about today. But, like, gosh, dating is just so weird. Like, I don't, yeah, I already want to delete my dating apps again that I've had for, a, what, a month and a half now? And, um, I don't know. But then how do I meet people? I was saying this last night on the plane because the only time I'm around that many people is on a plane and I never want to talk it to people. Happens. I'm always working. It, I had a lovely conversation with my seatmate on the way back from Charleston. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, she has lived a very fulfilling life and I wasn't jealous. I was happy for her. But yeah, she's 70 years old and she and her husband have cruised around the world, like literally on a cruise. They went to 32 countries in 160 days. My dream. I know. I was like, were at any point you scared for your life? And she's like, I mean, not really. I was like, but what about pirates? Like, that's a thing, right? She's like, oh yeah, we had blackout times where you had to close your curtains and like the whole ship, the, all the lights were off. But she's like, let's be real. We were on the largest cruise liner that is available. Who's going to miss that? (laughs) I was like, fair. She's like, and then they send you, she's like, it was just like going to school. They send you into the hallway of the cruise ship and you have to put your hands over your head. She's like, oh, cool. Yep. Line us up. Like that doesn't make it easy for them to take out all of us. She's like, my ass was going to the engine room if anything went down. I was like, oh, good to know. Planned it out. Yeah. But they also had a sailboat in Key West. And so they sailed all around for 10 years. And her husband is currently, he's 11 years older. So he's 81, she said. And she's taking care of him because his health has kind of went down. Um, But she said she really has no regrets except for not going back to law school. But she has three children and they're all super. Yeah. Like she was coming back from a Grateful Dead concert with her son. I'm like, And yeah, all of her kids are really close and she travels and sees, like spends time with all of her children. And I asked her, what's your secret to life? 
And she said, teach your children, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir, please and thank you. And keep the beep electronics out of the kitchen. And I was like, oh. So obviously she meant like, if you're having a meal, having dinner, you know, there's no electronics. It's the time where you connect, you Mm -hmm. unplug, you give your undivided attention to everybody. Um, So... And she was just a general badass. Like, she started a business at a young age, was doing property management. Yeah, still. she's done property management her whole life. Sounded like commercial and residential. Uh huh. She was doing well when she was 70 and still spry. So, exactly. I was thinking, I saw this post on Facebook earlier speaking of like kitchens and communities that made me think of it because it talked about how when we gr- we were growing up, like our parents had a group of friends that could just come over. You know what? Like, we're close, like you call them aunt and uncle, and you, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to clean the house before they show up, and it's not anything crazy. You know, some of them are whatever, like you're sitting out by the fire. And I started thinking about it because it's true, like, you don't just see that as much until you get to like a different stage of life I feel like but for me I don't see that maybe it's because I'm never home and I don't have a lot of friends that live super close if I want to I have to drive often to see them but the only time people really get together is when they're going out for like drinks or like a game or something but like I the community of having people to be able to show up at your house and just chill like you don't have to entertain them you don't have to do like this elaborate thing to get them there it's just people who care about each other together their kids playing if you have kids you know yeah that is really interesting and I would say the only person that like Lisa and I are mm-hmm. probably the only, you know, like she'll be like, hey, just come over. The kids can fight. <laughs> right. Or um, she'll come over. But I don't know if there's just so much for children to do now or we allow children to be involved in all the things. But like a lot of my friends, I mean, kids are in sports. They're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just year round. And so there's really no time. But is there no for... time or is it not a priority? Because. If people can exactly. sit there and scroll on Instagram for two, 90 minutes a day, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that people have replaced the in-person relationships with their phones. In between talking about that last week and then also reading that post today and, you know, thinking about what I had to do when I didn't have my phone for a few hours today. Like, even something as simple as navigating around. Like, normally, like, oh, yeah, I'll just punch this in my phone. Yeah. I know how to get there. It just takes me paying attention to get there. I think that is such a good point. But I really want to go on, like, a cleanse. Like, I have my phone for these hours of the day. And then... Like, it's not... I need it for work. And then... It's just not a priority. Yeah. The priority of spending physical time... Not physical. You know, like, in-person time with people. Yeah, isn't there? That's it. All my friends, beware. I'm going to start... Yeah, just show up. Day-day invites. Yeah, not even. Like, hey, driving by, coming in, don't care if your house is clean. (laughs) I brought yeah. cookies or that I a picked casserole up because ain't nobody got time or a hot dish up. depending on where you live. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just really made me think about it, like how we, as a society, obviously spend so much time wrapped up in other people's lives that we just really aren't living our own in a lot of ways. That is true. As a kid, I mean, we had a pond, so all summer. I mean, people just showed up. Like, you didn't even have to, like, oh, hey, you guys around. Like, you just showed up. And then, oh, there's kids playing swimming in the pond. Like, get your suits on. Let's go out. Yeah, that. I so badly, like, want that house when I'm old. And when, so last week we went through a 10-year vision thing. Like, picture yourself. So when we did that in Minneapolis in June, like, that was what I saw. was, like, my future house, my husband, my kids, but, like, all the neighborhood kids making a mess of everything, eating all my food. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. I'll have a lot of money by then and can afford to feed them. <laughs> I saw a vacation home, so... <laughs> 
Well, here we have go. Both. Here we go. Yeah. I even went and told my husband, hey, um, so, yep, we're going to get a vacation home. And then he's like, I love it when we're on the same page. <laughs> I was like, whatever. That's dude, hot. That's Anyways, so, yeah. what's your truth this week? So, my truth is that no matter how hard, hard <laughs> I try to declutter my house and become a minimalist, it's not working. It is not working. I can go to Goodwill, the, what is it, thrift store, mm-hmm. take all the things, and my kitchen table still piles up with things, all the things. And we're coming into a season where you just get a lot more things, and it really has given me anxiety over the years as I've gotten older. Yeah. So I just don't know, like, how far of the decluttering I need to go. Like, should my closets be empty? I mean, I have a snowmobile coat in my closet from probably six, seven years ago. I haven't gone snowmobiling because parenting, life. I'm pretty sure any coat that I have would work. Why don't I sell it? Like, what? Just That's it. I'm going home. I'm selling the snowmobile coat. If I don't see it on Facebook this afternoon... Say, but I got a Skidoo women's large snowmobile coat available. Hit me up. What's yours? My truth, this is the thing that stuck with me lately. It's not like good or bad necessarily, but I was in a work trip with my boss a few weeks ago and we were having this conversation around um, new hires and salaries and cost and determining, you know, the value of a position, yada, yada. And he looked at me and he was like, but not everybody is as motivated by money as you are. <laughs> And so I've been thinking about this. I'm like, I am in this season of my life because I'm working toward a financial goal of getting my student loans paid off as quickly as possible, right? So I'm highly motivated by money at this stage of the game until I burn out and I'm like, let's go on a trip and spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And so then, or I say, hey, I'm not taking on any more photography sessions when I book. And then she does. How many more in the month of October? Yeah. And so uh, I do it to myself. But it was just interesting to me because I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is true. Whatever age when I, 10 years ago, I probably wasn't either or seven years ago. And now I am. Like, it's not, I'm not going to be in this season forever. But right now I'm in that. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say hustle because I want to glorify that. But I'm in that, like, okay, how can I be strategic about it and about my future and the next couple years of my career and my businesses and everything else? It was just interesting. So it's something I've been thinking about. And I'm reminding myself that not everybody is as motivated by money as I am. (laughs) Sometimes they just want to believe in the mission. So that might not be a way to, uh, you know, encourage someone. Yeah. All right, well. Wrap it up. Take it home. Wrap it up. Don't leave that in. (laughs) Always. Yeah, okay. Okay, bye.